You're listening to Inside Real Estate with Lori Patrick on 980 CJME. Hi, everyone. Greg Morgan here. Welcome to Talk to the Experts. We're here again with Lori Patrick of Sutton Group Results Realty. Good morning, Lori. Welcome back. Good morning, Greg. Are you ready for the holidays? Are Almost. you a big Christmassy kind of person? Do you go all nuts and crazy? You know, I can. I've, I've been pretty busy this year, so... I'm almost ready. I'm not quite there. Well, look, I know it never stops ringing that phone of yours. People either wanting to interview you or else uh, go look at a home together. So let's get right to talk to the experts here. In our first segment, we're going to talk all about uh, those who are selling a home. And you've got some great tips. So where do I begin if I'm selling a home? What would you like to to hit up here? Well, what's happened to me recently, and I found a little bit of it. I, I've talked about this before, but recently an example came to mind where Sellers, you have to accommodate showings. I know they're inconvenient and having your home on the market sometimes if it's been on for a while, trying to keep it clean and accommodate times that you can't. Agents will do their best to try to accommodate you. But there was one house in particular uh, recently where I went to show it and note today doesn't work, does tomorrow work? Uh, And it didn't. So I said, I'll try again. So within the week, within about a week to 10 days, I tried to get into that house three or four times. And finally, on the last time, I can I, I can appreciate their agent is frustrated because every time I'm contacting him, he's saying, I'm trying, Lori. And so by the fourth time, I probably would have walked away from this house, but my clients kept wanting to get into it. So I keep going back and they're, they're saying, can you come this day or can you come a different time? And so I understand perhaps it's not always convenient and selling your home is inconvenient, but you just have to accommodate. Get us in the door because we're trying to sell your house. And you never know if that buyer I bring is the one that's going to buy your house. So access is so very important. Access is huge. Access is key. Vacant houses aren't generally a problem. They're a different problem in the winter if somebody's not shoveling and turning on the lights. But access is very key. Get us in the door. And uh, there's no snow yet. No snow yet. <laughs> but that's but always it's important too, right? <laughs> Getting the outside of the home. It really is. If you If you are, if it's a vacant home, and, and you're not, you don't have somebody looking after it, or you're not shoveling the walks, or you don't have the outside lights on the timer, it's an issue. I mean, we're dark by six. If we're fumbling around trying to find a lockbox, and it's cold, and we're up to our ankles in snowdrifts, it's not a welcoming environment. First impressions are very important with houses. You mentioned first impressions. Let's go there, because feedback is so vital And you got to be open-minded here on this, don't you? You do. Feedback is very important to get. And I try to pass it along as verbatim as I can from the buyers and their agents. Well, from their agents. I don't speak with the buyers. But sellers sometimes take it personally. And I I understand why. This is your home. This is your baby. You've probably poured your, you know, your savings and your, your taste into it. But not everybody likes the same things. So try not to take it personally. And try to maybe learn from feedback. If we're getting consistent feedback on it's something that's easy to fix, like it's kind of messy, maybe maybe clean the carpets, things like that, you know, tidy up. That's something you can learn from. But when you argue feedback, you're arguing opinion. And this is somebody's opinion. I had one seller recently, every time I gave him negative feedback, he would say the price just went up for them. <laughs> and so I had to say, well, we can't really do that. And, you know, he wasn't serious, but every time he got negative feedback, instead of fixing maybe what was relatively minor yeah, um, was the price was going up. You and, know, he was taking it personally. And, and Well, yeah, and you might think your fancy red cabinets are fantastic, but most buyers won't. If you have uh, really bold design choices, 
Are you limiting uh, your market? You absolutely are. Major bold design choices will very much limit your market. And one recent example, I had a buyer call me that wanted to see a house. This is a great location house, upper end house. Uh, and it's one of those houses where I look it up real quick. And on paper, it, I, I'm thinking, why hasn't this sold? The location, the lot, the size, it looks renovated. It looks pretty nice for the price. It's one of those where I'm thinking, this almost seems underpriced. So I know from experience, there's going to be something up with it. I just don't know what yet. And uh, set up the appointment. And I kind of thought looking at the photos, because I just went through them quickly, there's something up with that flooring, but I'm not quite sure. As soon as I opened the door, I knew why it hadn't sold. This was a very bold flooring choice. And they put it everywhere. It's a two-story, so upper level, main level, basement, all the stairways was all a very bold flooring choice. Now, obviously, they liked it. My buyer didn't immediately. And so you think, well, if it's price right, you can just replace the floors. It's not that easy to replace all those floors because it's every level and all the staircases. All those baseboards are coming off. All those casings are coming off. And when that happens, you're going to damage paint. It's got to be painted. Floors are ripped out. Then it all has to go back in. It's a, it's a major reno. It's a big job, and it's disruptive. It's going to take weeks. And not to mention, this flooring was new. It was relatively new. And he was thinking, well, it's such a waste. You know, maybe I could salvage it and put it somewhere else, <laughs> you know, or use some of it. But it was, it was a de- bold design choice. And I know when I was giving feedback to that agent, she had heard this before. There's oh, the no doubt that this yeah. has been it's coming up. It's one thing up. to have a feature wall or a bold choice yes. of paint. That can be corrected, but paint, that's a big one. Paint is easy. You know, do an accent wall. Use your bold accents and furniture. Even backsplashes can be something that's, if somebody doesn't like, relatively easy to, to fix. But when you do major components like flooring everywhere, cabinetry, that's really bold, um, you're not going to appeal to the mass amount of buyers and when you're going to resell now you want to do what you like it's yeah. your house you can do what you want but just know i'm always thinking resale and you're cutting off a pretty big portion yeah. of the market and, and this story too uh, it starts as you know you you walked into the house not having seen it before uh on behalf of someone who was looking to purchase a home goes back in reverse to that is it's always important to talk to you first if you're selling a home right before you go making any corrections, because you would probably be able to guide them about that flooring or anything, wouldn't you? Yes, actually, yes. And that brings to mind another, I, a seller did call me. They were listening to the show, and they phoned me this week. A different scenario, but Wise phoned me and said, I came out to the house. It was in good shape, but everything was pretty much original from the 70s. It was, it was uh, well cared for, but he had had another agent out who had said to re- redo everything replace the floors, paint, you need new cupboards. They're on the, you know, they're retiring. They're moving to it closer to their son is. I don't see any need for them to start some big reno. Price it accordingly right now because whatever you do, this buyer, the next buyer's coming in might not like. And you're going to get yourself into a pretty big reno because this agent had advised them to rip everything out and start over, you know, and, and then they could make some, you know, they'd be in a higher price bracket. Yeah. But, they're going to spend so much money to get there, and renos like that always snowball on you. Don't do anything in that case. So it's always good to have me out. You're listening to uh, Talk to the Experts. She's Lori Patrick. I'm Greg Morgan. You can interview Lori at any time. Just pick up the phone, 
591-5192 is the number. And there's plenty of uh, information at lauriecells.ca. We're going to have to take a break here in a minute. But you know what? I'm really curious. What is our inventory like in the market right now? Low. Very, very low. We are in the low 700s, which is extremely low. So when you're that... Why is that? Is it just how the market is because of interest rates where they are? People are a little gun-shy right now. What do you think the... Why... Is it so low, the inventory? I've been busy the last month, and I have buyers. So there are buyers out there, but when there's no inventory for product to choose from, they're not buying. They're waiting for something to come on the market. So sellers, if you're waiting... Normally you'd wait till spring in the winter like this, but that's just not the case this year, is it? No, and I always tell sellers that. I'd say, well, we're we're thinking of listing in the spring. Well, when you're thinking that, and so is 150 other people... So the inventory goes up then. List when the inventory is low, and we're extremely low right now. Okay, we're going to take a break here. You're listening to Lori Patrick, and uh, this is Talk to the Experts. Again, Lori's phone number, 306-591-5192. We'll continue in just a few moments. You're listening to Inside Real Estate with Lori Patrick on 980 CJME. Welcome back to Talk to the Experts. I'm Greg Morgan. Inside Real Estate with Lori Patrick of Sutton Group Results Realty. We are going to focus now on buyers, the second half of our program. Remember, there's a real person on the other end of the deal, and your choice of behavior can sometimes determine whether you get the house or not, can't it? Absolutely, yeah. Buyers um, sometimes don't do themselves any favors when it comes to the negotiating process. And then after, the, if they are successful and get the house... Uh, after the home inspection, they start over again and they want to, you know, try to re- relitigate or renegotiate what the original price was based on not fair things coming out of the home inspection. So I have this house and, and it sold recently, but it, it took a while to sell. Great location, lot. It was, it was just a great house with good potential, but it had some issues and it was uh, more than just cosmetic. It had some structural issues. So we had had um, contractors out. We've had engineers out. We've had Steve from AAA out, of course. And there was differing opinions sometimes with these houses. Even the engineers had differing opinions on what to do to fix it. In any case, it was it was a house that came with kind of a backstory. And so because of the price and the location it was in, of course, every every agent that phoned me would be, What's up with that house? Like, why is that still there? And what's the backstory? So I would be very upfront because there's no point in not being. You don't want to be wasting everybody's time. And I would send them over the reports that I had. Do your due diligence, of course. But I've had, you know, pretty much all the main guys in our industry out to have a look at it and get their opinions. So you can decide who's you want to follow and where you think the best course of action is for you. Because there was different ways to fix it. Maybe you go all out. Maybe you just kind of band-aid it. So... In any case, it would get a lot of showings, a lot of showings. And I'm sure I had this conversation with agents or potential buyers who would call me because they were attracted to, oh, I can get into this area for that price. Not thinking, you know, these buyers would call me, not thinking there's a reason it's this price, right? So I would be quite upfront with them. I must have had that conversation about that house. I'm not kidding, 50 to 100 times over the few months it was listed. Um, it sold three times and fell through three times after <laughs> inspections. And this is so frustrating for the seller, right? Myself too, but especially for the seller. And so I, I'm never wanting to discourage an offer, but I can almost instinctively tell if this buyer and this agent is the right person for this type of house. 
And so I would just ask up front, okay, they're, they're sending me an offer. Okay, is it a first-time home buyer with no experience with houses? You know, what is their budget? Do they have a reno budget? You know, things, just pertinent questions to ask because I know what's going to happen. After, you know, two, three fall-throughs, you just, you, you just don't want to go through it again. So we get the last offer in, and kind of the same old story happens that, there was a lot of negotiation going in and they had all the reports and all the what it's going to cost to fix and differing opinions. But there was a lot of back and forth to get our price. And then, you know, where my seller said, this is it. I will not take a dime less than this. They agreed. Off they went. Now, it's hard to book inspectors. They can take a while. And, the, you know, the buyer's agents will always tell me, OK, I booked the inspection for such and such a time. So we're about five days into, I think, our 10-day conditional period. I haven't heard there's an inspection booked. So I send him a message. When is your inspection booked? Well, they're thinking about it. Well, you better think fast. You don't have a lot of time here. The next day he comes back and says they want 40000 off. They haven't even had the inspection. And I'm saying, no, just send me the fall-through, right? Just send the fall-through because I can see where this is going. They don't. They wait until removal date. So just kind of dragging it out, I think, you know, taking as much time as they can. So by this point, my seller's pretty frustrated with this buyer. Removal date comes up and they send an amendment with a different price. It's still substantially discounted, but not quite as much as the 40000 they had asked for. And again, she says, no, just send me the fall through. So that's what I instructed the, the buyer's agent to just send the fall through. Because now you've taken up 10, 12 days of our time. You didn't even have an inspection. You negotiated right down to the penny the purchase price and then within a few days wanted 40000 off without even having anybody go in. I mean, it was just not good faith negotiations. So unreasonable. Very difficult. unreasonable. Difficult. Uh, yeah. And so in the meantime, we had had some other interest crop up around it, but we always had interest in this house. But instinct told me, okay, this other person cropping up around it probably is the type who can... who who can tackle this house. You know, he's in the trades, somebody who can work with it. Um, and so we're just kind of waiting now for the fall through because, and he's dragging it out to the last day, this buyer. I don't know if he's upset we're not giving him a discount or what. And I get the impression that he's kind of driving the bus. The agent's just, you know, along re- the along, relaying the messages. So he's really not got much control over the situation. Uh, and I can feel for him because I understand you know, probably the position he's in. But at the same time, you kind of have to take charge of it a little bit. So in the end, uh, we get the fall through. We reject their second price amendment, get the fall through, and she sells it to a different person for less money, but she would not deal with that first buyer anymore. She was just done. If my seller was done, it was, I, I don't want to deal with them. I will take less money from somebody else just because of how this has gone. So buyers, when you do this, there is a seller on the other end. There's agents involved. And if you, you're continually told no or continually told this is not helping you, stop you know, grinding, stop pushing, you're just turning the seller off, listen. Yeah. yeah. Well, there's a reason that you have an agent like yourself, the experience there. You've yeah. got to listen to the experience, too, uh, who you're dealing with as well. Uh, Inside Real Estate is what you're listening to with Lori Patrick of Sutton Group Results Realty. I'm Greg Morgan, and uh, inventory is really, really low right now, but encouraging signs. You've uh, had a few uh, out-of-province people. I do. This has been the year for me of either moving here from B.C. or moving back from B.C., and I've got uh, just recently, the last month, two new ones. Uh, One's 
moving here because it's the the kids are here. They settled here, so he's moving back. But part of it too is uh, we're affordable. They're yeah. finding that so you know sometimes out there it's just getting a little too pricey, and you can find really nice, good, affordable housing here, and they like the city, and so they're they're moving from BC, and then another one coming back. And stories like that need to be told because, as we mentioned earlier in the show, the inventory is low. And uh, here we are, uh, you know, it's the festive season. Don't wait. If you no. need to sell your home, if you are thinking of selling your home, it's almost advantageous now. Oh, it is. You know, we're mid-December, and I've, the last 30 days I've been extremely busy. And I have active buyers that are actively waiting. Both these BC buyers, we've been through kind of where they want to be in the city and all the inventory available there, and now they're waiting. And we can't avoid the elephant in the room, if you will, and that is just the fact that interest rates, hey, we had a pause. We had a That's pause. That's a great sign. I'll take it. Economists, of course, you know, they believe there might be another in the new year. There may not be, but that's a, a sense of hesitancy, too. But you might be missing out on the house of your dreams. Oh, you could be. I mean, there's always active buyers. And when there's no inventory for nothing for them to sell, they'll wait. And, and they'll just wait for new stuff to come up. And since we have a pause in the rates... That's good news for them. But sellers, if, you, if you're thinking of selling and you're ready to go, put it on the market. Don't, don't be thinking, oh, I'll wait for March or April when the snow's off the ground. They're waiting for your house. There absolutely could be somebody there. And those of you who are looking to buy, pre-approval is a must. It's key. Lock it down and lock it down again. There's always uh, little hiccups with financing that you don't anticipate coming up that do. And it's always um, something that takes longer than you think. So get your pre-approval as solid as you can get it. Well, I wish you the very best in the new year, since this will be our last show of 2023. Yeah. And uh, much success. And, of course, if you want to interview Lori, 306-591-5192. Website's lorisells.ca. Anything you want to say to your listeners? Just Merry Christmas to one and all. You've been listening to Inside Real Estate with Lori Patrick of Sutton Group Results Realty. I'm Greg Morgan.